Welcome back to the Hope Wellness Podcast, you beautiful humans. I'm so happy you're here and I hope you've been enjoying our chats lately. I know I have been and I know we've been learning a lot and it's been absolutely fantastic. So as always, I want to help you ditch diet culture and realize that you are so much more than your body, that knowledge is power. And when we can discover how to nourish our bodies, make that what we're doing a lifestyle and trust the process of healing from the inside out, we can really do amazing things and feel so incredible. So that is why we're here today. I'm so glad you've joined me again. And I just wanted to mention before we get into today's topic of things that I wish I knew when I first started my healing, health and fitness journey is that I'm actually releasing a really empowering self-guided course next week. Um, If you're listening to this later on, this course is being released the beginning of June. So you can find more information around the course on my website, hopewellnesscoaching.com. And it is essentially a course designed for those of you who want to better your nourishment, learn about what your body needs, and ditch diet culture mindsets while healing your body image. It is full of foundational concepts that I teach all of my clients, and I honestly made this course because I wanted to help more women at once. And while I know the prices of everything are rising, it's actually insane, and I can't be everywhere at once and helping everyone, I figured this is a great way for you to get started in your nourishment journey and start improving things for yourself. And, you know, if by the end of the course, you want a more personalized and custom experience with guidance for myself, then we can definitely chat about that and working one-on-one together. So again, that info is on my website, hopewellnesscoaching.com. And if you do have any questions around the course, or you just want more information, you can always message me on Instagram or email me or fill out one of the forms on my website. Now, let's get in to the juicy stuff. We're just going to get right into it today. Four things I'm going to share with you with you guys today that I wish I knew when I first started my healing, health and fitness journey. And I know a lot of you will probably re- resonate with a lot of these things, so stick around. Make sure you listen until the end and I'm definitely going to be making a part 2 for this episode, so make sure you follow the podcast so you don't miss more of the things that I wish I knew. So we're kicking it off at number one. What I wish I knew was restricting causes more problems. And by problems, I'm going to chalk that up to things like binging and cravings, insane hunger, food guilt, food thoughts, and just being in that never ending cycle. So since the age of 17 years old, all I really knew was restriction. I was always led to believe that the less food you ate, the better. The less you eat, the quicker you'll see results. The less you eat, the more disciplined you are. So it's always around eating less and less and less. My whole fitness journey started in the world of bodybuilding, right? So all I knew was starving myself, eating as little as possible, eating minimal variety of different foods. I was basically eating five foods a day. It was awful. And little did I know I was not only causing severe inner health issues, but I also was setting myself up for the cycle that was later on turn into binging for me. No one at that time was talking about binging and I actually didn't even know that it was a thing or had a name and a label for it. So until I started to talk to other women about how much I could eat in one sitting after a show or after a week of restricting, that's when I kind of realized, okay, this isn't normal. And I remember all I could think about for months straight was food 
because I was dieting so hard and my whole world revolved around the foods that I couldn't eat and the foods that I was craving and the foods that I was so sick of also, because like I said, I wasn't really, didn't have a lot of variety in my nutrition. So when you put things off limits and you tell yourself you can't have something, of course, you're going to want to now have that thing even harder. So truly the more you restrict, the worse things get. And so I dealt with binging for years. I had insane food cravings. I was constantly overeating and then constantly undereating. There was really no in between for me. I would go through months of insane hunger and then eat until I was so full that I was like sick and in pain. And I always had really bad food guilt. It felt like this cycle was never going to end for me. But let me tell you something. As soon as you stop restricting, which can sometimes feel hard to do, I was definitely there. All of those insane, crazy cravings and those binge tendencies, they eventually do dissipate. And so once I started to eat more consistently every day, I started to eat more of the foods that I had put off limits for myself and, you know, started to give myself that permission again. I wasn't so all or nothing when it came to food. Obviously, this took me time and it definitely did feel hard and foreign at first to eat enough, which now looking back is honestly kind of sad to say, like the fact that we're so afraid or we feel guilty for eating enough. We all deserve to eat enough on a daily basis and we deserve to eat what we love and enjoy our nourishment. Nutrition should really be a gift and, you know, a freaking pleasure not something you dread or something that consumes your life. So the best advice I can give to anyone is to stop restricting, stop putting things off limits, stop labeling foods as good or bad. And, you know, I know what you're thinking. You might think if we give ourselves the permission to actually enjoy what we love or what we want and to honor these cravings that we'll be just eating pizza and burgers and chips and all that, those types of foods for the rest of our lives. Um, But in reality, when you incorporate things you want in the presence of an otherwise nutrient dense diet, and you know, you stop putting those, those things off limits, and you stop labeling things, you really do start to have less of these cravings. And when you do eat one of those things, you won't need as much, because you are more empowered by your nourishment choices. And it's not like food has all this power over you anymore. Uh, And I actually wanted to share with you guys a really cool conversation I had with my client not too long ago around this type of uh, mindset. So she told me that now that she started to eat enough and more often, and she's focusing on creating those balanced meals, she recently went to this pizza place that her and her husband go to often where she would normally order a whole pizza and eat it all, even past fullness. And she said, yeah, sometimes we would even order other things. And it was a lot of food um, because she would always be absolutely starving when she got there. And her cravings were through the roof because throughout the day, even if she wasn't purposely under eating, she often was under eating. So the last time she went there, her and her husband uh, actually shared a pizza and she was satisfied after two slices. And she's like, yeah, ever since starting with you, I don't have these crazy food moments anymore. So I just thought that was really cool. And, you know, you can of course eat the whole pizza if you want, but to feel empowered and mindful around knowing that maybe after two slices, you're good 
or whatever it is, is really awesome too. So I can relate to that hard. And uh, if you guys can too, then here we go into number two. So hopefully this one you can uh, resonate with also. Number two, we're moving into thing I wish I knew when I started my journey was excessive cardio is a waste of time. And I'm not demonizing cardio. I'm not saying never do cardio, but I'm talking about hours of cardio every day of intense cardio. So you guys, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I used to do hours of cardio every single day (laughs) and I don't mean fun outdoor activities or, you know, like enjoying different types of cardio. I mean, two hours of dreadfulness on the Stairmaster on the treadmill. And oh my God, looking back on that, I don't know how I did that for so long, but I know there are so many women still killing themselves with heaps of cardio. And it's just honestly unnecessary, not to mention it's probably causing more inner stress and harm than anything, especially, you know, if you're on that starvation diet still. So it's really, it's the same as under eating and restricting. We think less food and more cardio is the answer, but it's usually not. Tons and tons of cardio is just super taxing on the body, especially without enough food. We're really just forcing our body to ramp up cortisol and kind of create more stress within your body, you know, eating away at your own tissue. You're not really creating shape or building muscle by doing this. If anything, you're forcing your body to break down muscle to keep you going. So I don't think like not many people enjoy crazy high intense cardio anyways. If you do, I mean, sure, do bouts of it that makes sense for you and make sure you're eating enough. But my best advice is really to start prioritizing weight training more consistently. So again, this doesn't have to look crazy, but maybe three to four times a week, you are, you know, training for 30 to 45-ish minutes a day. That's honestly all you need to be building muscle and promoting a strong metabolism. And then, you know, go do things that you have fun doing, like get outside, get in the sun, go walking. It's walking is the most underrated form of exercise and it's free and you get to be outside. Like it's a win-win. Go play a sport with your friends or your family. Go play with your kids at a park. Go walk on on the beach or go for a hike, go swimming, go for bike rides. It's going to be summer soon. Like just do things that you have fun with because when you move in ways that are enjoyable, that's how you're creating a lifestyle for yourself and you're going to be able to maintain those movement patterns. So remember, we're always looking to add to our life. We want that abundance mindset and that's how you're going to go far. So let's stop punishing ourselves with exercise and let's just get back to having fun with it. I promise you that will do way more good than anything. Okay, let's segue into number three. So number three is to stop searching for the quick fix. And I feel like a lot of us can relate to this, right? We're very much so in that instant gratification type world. We want results yesterday. And we're so quick to, you know, go for that extreme to get the results. Um, But really all we're doing is fighting against our body. And it kind of goes hand in hand with that crazy cardio and that under eating, right? Like a quick fix is never going to work. And if you go to the extremes for a quick fix, you know, sure, you might get those crazy quick results and reach quote unquote goals fast, but 
what happens after that goal is met, what happens after the extreme restricting is over and, you know, you can't possibly starve yourself any longer, what happens then? Usually, I mean, you're going to, I hope, eventually go back to eating normal amounts of food or you're going to have crazy cravings or you're going to have, you know, binge tendencies now or just not be able to find balance um so maybe you gain all that weight back or you have severe digestive issues or hormonal issues or you just have no idea where to go next maybe you have awful body image because of it or yeah you're just kind of lost and you didn't learn anything from that experience because you just went to crazy extremes so you see these before and after pictures this is another thing i want to mention those crazy before and after images or crazy transformations we see and we often want for ourselves are not painting the full picture. Like if someone can lose 10 pounds in 30 days, I can probably like 99% guarantee you they did not do so by supporting their internal health or their hormones and metabolism or by enjoying their routines or by gaining knowledge and confidence around their habits and lifestyles. Whenever I went to extremes, I always found myself on the opposite end of that extreme. Just like restricting leads to binges, the severe restrictive quick fixes usually lead to the quick and unhealthy regaining of all that fat you lost. And, you know, on that note, most of these extreme weight losses are really only showcasing water weight being lost because you're cutting out carbs, which carbs hold on to a lot of water in the body. So obviously we're going to drop a lot of quote unquote weight on the scale, which is mostly water weight. And then, you know, you add these foods back in the fun foods, the carbs, and your body's like, oh, she was starving us and now she's eating, but we don't know when we're going to be fed again. So let's hang on for dear life. Um, so honestly, this cycle is never worth it. After my personal extreme patterns with eating an excess of cardio, I developed really bad gut issues, which I'm still trying to figure out. Terrible body dysmorphia, which has taken me a long time to work towards healing. I definitely suffered from an undiagnosed eating disorder and I felt absolutely consumed by food And my whole life just revolved around how my body looked. And looking back on it, I can't believe I wasted so much time and energy on that. And, you know, when you chase a smaller body, it will never be enough. It never will be. At my leanest, it was never enough. I still picked myself apart. I still wasn't happy. It's never the answer. So instead of going to these extremes, what can you do instead? Well, I'm glad you asked because I'm going to tell you. (laughs) You can firstly start focusing on inner health. Stop trying to just, you know, do things to look a certain way. I promise you that when you focus on your true health and habits you enjoy and things that make you feel good and, you know, creating a lifestyle you genuinely love, the rest will follow And your body will finally feel safe enough to work with you instead of fighting against you. So honestly, instead of extremes, you nourish consistently, you focus mostly on whole foods, you incorporate other foods you love. As I mentioned earlier, we're not putting things off limits anymore. Uh, We do want to eliminate that scarcity mindset. 
And then, you know, we train in ways that make us feel strong and that make us feel happy and we get outside and we manage our stress in healthy ways so we can sleep good and enjoy our life. And we focus on nourishing ourselves from the inside out and we realize that health and feeling our best is a journey. It is making it that lifestyle we it should be a lifelong pursuit I, like do you really want to get somewhere in three months only to backpedal for the rest of your life I just feel like it's just not worth it <laughs> I mean I know it's not worth it because I've been there so you definitely have to do what's best for you at the end of the day just make it a lifestyle I hope that makes sense for you because I know how tough it is to get out of that mindset but I'm telling you it is worth it 100%. And to segue into number four, we are really now understanding that when we stop going to extremes, we stop restricting, okay, we're focusing on inner health. We realize that happiness and just really true fulfillment, it's never been about your body. So that's number four. I wish I knew when I first started all of this work that I do now that it's not all about what your body looks like. It's never been about your body. And I know that we are bombarded all day, every day. It sometimes feels like with the quote unquote ideal body type and what it means to be healthy and how your body should look and, you know, how to feel worthy and happy in a certain body type. And let me tell you firsthand, shrinking your body or losing weight or looking a certain way, or again, fighting against your body to, you know, fit in this specific society mold which is complete bullshit is never going to be what truly makes you happy it is never going to bring you the fulfillment and the joy you so deeply desire and I know this because I've been there too but it's completely conditioned into us right it's so deeply rooted into us from the time we're basically babies to you know if we're a woman or girl or young girl or female Um, and maybe even other, like definitely under gender, other genders get this sort of get into your box and act this way. But as women, we often from a young age are taught to be small and quiet, petite, kind, soft, meek, all those very just weak type, um, you know, sit down type stuff and to look a certain way if we want to be seen worthy, successful, or happy, where there's 100% that societal box that we are shoved into, right? And I just want to call bullshit on that. Honestly, a smaller body is not the answer to happiness or being our best selves, but we do see it everywhere. We see it in movies, in magazines, billboards, in malls, on our phone, like it's everywhere. And I'm sure you feel the weight of that because I know even I do on a daily basis sometimes. And the diet industry does a really good job of that. It wants to keep us distracted on our bodies so that we are too busy changing our lives in a positive way, or we're too busy to change the world and do things that matter. And that is one of my, I didn't quote her there, but that's one of my favorite quotes by Glennon Doyle. It's always stuck with me. She basically says, you know, Diet culture keeps us so focused on our bodies and shrinking ourselves and looking a certain way that we have zero energy to change the world. And it's so true. Like I I think of all the women I know who 100% they are changing the world, but they, you know, they could put 
like even more forth into the world if we weren't so consumed with our bodies. So I think that's an insanely powerful message. I highly recommend Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed. It's absolute gold. Um, so imagine all the time you've spent in your life, you know, obsessing over or hating on your body. And imagine all the time that, you know, you spent doing those things instead that you could have been using to propel you in your life and in the world. So all that time and energy and even that money that could have been spent doing shit you love and that makes you happy and that fulfills you instead of, you know, looking in the mirror and hating on yourself or obsessing over how your clothes don't fit anymore or wishing you looked like that Instagram model. And look, I'm not saying it's easy to do. It's definitely easier said than done. But once you become aware of those negative self-talk patterns and you just kind of decide, okay, you know what? I'm not talking down to myself anymore. That's when we can begin to shift the narrative. Um, And self-love is absolutely revolutionary. So um, give yourself compassion because I've been there too. I like I still struggle with tough days like that where I feel consumed with my body and my body image. But I've also gone to the point where I'm just so sick of wasting my life trying to shrink myself or look a certain way. And when I really ask myself, it's like, for who? Like, who am I doing these things for? The only person I want to live for is myself. And, you know, not to look like someone else and not to fit in some random pair of jeans. And we when you think about it everyone in your life is in your life because of you as a person and your character and your energy and your vibrations and your frequency and how you make them feel no one cares what your body looks like the people in your life that matter the closest people to you do not care what your body looks like so I want you to remember that but yeah, let's just get back to doing shit that makes us feel good and happy and brings us joy in the deepest parts of our soul. Um, That's what I'm like really on the search for. Like imagine being able to shift that narrative for your daughters or your sisters or your mothers or your friends. Imagine just being able to uplift all women and not having any woman feel ashamed of her body or feel guilty for just existing exactly as she is. And uh, that's a really empowering thing we can help the people, the women around us with, even just people in general, no no matter your gender, there's always stereotypes, right? Where we're just like, everyone's just trying to conform. But when we can just give ourselves and each other the space to just show up as you are, it's just freaking freeing. So yeah, like I said, when we choose to love ourselves and take up space exactly as we are in this moment, we pave that path for other women and anyone to really do so. And I just want to mention too, like your happiness is not determined by your body or what you look like. Your body is the least interesting, interesting thing about you. I butchered that. I'm going to re-say that. Your body is the least interesting thing about you. Yeah. And, you know, when I was at my leanest, I was the most miserable. It was a never-ending rabbit hole that I could never catch up to. I was sad, anxious, a shell of myself. I never really lived my life. And I'd say I'm probably like 
over 30 pounds heavier now not that I weigh myself but you know body's looking a little different these days which there's nothing wrong with that and I've never been so happy and free and unapologetically me and yes I 100% still have hard days everyone does we're only human but when you do the work to love yourself from the inside out you are going to realize Everything you've ever needed was always within you and you will discover a confidence so strong that nothing can shake you ever again because loving yourself is the greatest revolution. I literally love that quote so much. I live by it. So those are my four things, you guys. I reflected hard on them and I feel like that's a good place to start because those things that the more women I talk to on a daily basis, we all struggle with parts of those four. It seems to be the most prevalent and I lived them so hard for so many years. And I just hope this episode resonates with you. I hope some of those things maybe were relatable or, or hit you the right way where you'll take away something from this and you can kind of move forward from here and make sure you give the podcast a follow so you don't miss part number two of this episode. And more importantly, I just hope you discover what works for you and you focus on what you personally need to be happy and love yourself and give yourself everything you could ever need because that's all within you. So let's get nourished, you guys. I appreciate you. And until next time, stay nourished.